episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Bedrick. It goes without saying that the pandemic has had a tremendous impact on a large majority of the population's mental health. The increase in symptoms of anxiety, depression, and the toll of isolation has been pretty severe. Some of the things that I have found to be most helpful for myself, as well as for my clients, have included increased physical activity, engaging in hobbies, and having as much interaction with other humans as possible. Our next guest, Alex Pomozzi, is a Senior Brand Experience Director for the YMCA of Southampton Roads in Virginia. Alex is here to talk with us about effective ways to combat the impact of isolation and some of the programs offered at the Y to help with this. Hi, Alex. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. So let's start by talking a little bit about what you do for the Y. What is your role there? So as the Senior Brand Experience Director nested in the marketing department for our Y, I basically am a part of everything that goes on. So it is my job to make sure that our programs, our message that we're sending, our imagery, whatever we're putting out there for our community is aligned with the wise mission and cause. Okay, so that's a pretty big role. I imagine that keeps you busy. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So tell me, what are some of the programs that are offered at the Y when, you know, when I'm talking about the toll that the pandemic and the isolation has had on human interaction and just general well-being what are some of the programs that you guys offer that have been helpful for this? So we kind of look at it as uh, during the height of the pandemic and now that we are back in person, some of the things that we did when we were in the height of the pandemic have actually carried over to now the in-person. So I would say in general, we have opportunities for people to simply just come to the Y, be around other people, engage with their community, exercise, sit and knit with their friends, take a dance class. But then on the other side of that, we also understand that there are some portions of the population that may feel more comfortable still kind of being at home and doing those things that are important to them. So we have a virtual why as well that gives people the opportunity to stay engaged. And that has things like healthy living, but also enrichment activities, crafting classes, cooking classes, things that are very broad for people to engage in. Sure. And are those, do you do those in a group format? Would you do them virtually so that there's still some of that social inter interaction? So we have done both. We have done things on our virtual Y that you can just log into and, and take part in individually. And we've also scheduled things out and had scheduled dance classes where you can log into Zoom and dance together still. We've also had live cooking classes where you've been able to log in and interact with the person that is running that cooking class. The people that have utilized that have shared, especially during the height of the pandemic, how much that meant to them to be able to still engage with their community. I'm sure. I'm sure that it's been a really big deal. And it, it sounds like so you've continued to carry on some of those virtual opportunities. We have. 
Okay. We, have, we still have the virtual Y as an opportunity for our members. And if you're not a a full facility member of the Y, there's still that opportunity to get that at a very equitable price of $5 a month. So oh, that's the wow. other part that's important is just the access that that affords no matter where you're at. Sure, sure. So you're yes, it's very accessible. It's very pretty much anyone can engage in it, which is sounds like part of your mission of really this community involvement and ensuring that there's these interactions that are taking place for the well-being of the community. Tell me a little bit more about that. What What is the focus that the Y puts on community interactions as a whole? It's the cornerstone of everything that we do at the Y to be in touch with the not just the critical needs in our community, but the things that people are asking for and the things that people are coming to the Y for. And so we pride ourselves on staying very well connected to that. And we form our program decisions and what goes on in our Ys based off of that feedback and being tapped into our community. Sure. And then the physical activity side of this as well. So that's, we know physical activity is huge for holistic well-being. What are some of the benefits that you have seen for your members as they've been able to come in and so they have this community and social peace and also the physical activity? What are some of the benefits you see on happiness? <laughs> I would say that especially after, you know, 2020 and getting back in person, the number one piece of feedback we heard and that we were seeing from from members and from the community before they were actually back in our doors were that they just missed their their friends and their their second family at the Y. And for them, exercise gives them the opportunity to fight their anxiety, some depression that they may have been feeling, any negative moods, those good habits that we form from working. I think it's it's like a positive chain reaction. And our our community thrives off of being together. I mean, it's a natural human instinct to want to want to be next to one another. Members tell us they they sleep better. They tell us they feel more sharp. They feel more um, adequate in dealing with everyday challenges when they have their workout routines going down. They feel smarter. When you exercise, you produce brain cells. So you're, yes. in a sense, kind of making yourself smarter by doing it. Right. So it's, it's all, all feedback that we've heard about just the benefits that exercise gives our members. That's great. And you guys are developing or have developed a new program. Um, is that correct? The Impact, the Impact Network? Yes. So the Impact Network is actually not a physical activity program. It is, you can think of it as a community service professional network. It's focused on addressing critical community needs through two ways, education and action. Our goal is to partner with local experts that are well-versed in providing equity in health in financial ways, in food security, and in, in social ways. And in fact, the first opportunity that we have for our members to engage in that is a health equity symposium that focuses on mental health. Oh. And, yes. And our goal from that is to bring our community together and educate everybody on, first of all, the existence of mental health, what that looks like, what some challenges are, not as just business professionals, but as community members. And I think that's the important part is it is a great opportunity to network professionally, but it really is about just coming together it, with so many different people from so many different professional and personal backgrounds and learning together. And then the action part of that is coming together to do a project 
with our marketing department in Southampton Roads on a mental health awareness campaign. Oh, very interesting. And so what that what might that look like? That's the spreading awareness or destigmatizing both exactly. objectives. Okay. Yeah. Awareness. I think a lot of the time when we talk about mental health, it's not talked about enough. I think um, generationally it's gotten more open. However, uh, we want everybody to feel comfortable sharing challenges and also knowing what their resources are. So a part of that campaign, we imagine being the awareness, but also, okay, let's let's take action. These are your resources. Okay. Yes, that's very interesting and so helpful right now. As I mentioned earlier with the pandemic, just the increase in the mental health concerns. And then to your point with, you're right, the newer generation generations, I guess, are a lot more accepting, but then there are still much of the population who it just hasn't been normalized for um, in the same way. And so I think that's great for you to spread awareness and work to destigmatize it is so beneficial for the entire community. So that's great. Where can our um, listeners find you? What what websites are you on or our social media? Um, YMCASHR.org is our main website. Our, all of our programs, our membership, there's also jointheY.org that I think will pop up on, on your um, screen here. And that's also a way to track us down. But all the resources I've talked about today are, plus a lot more are available on our website to explore. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being here today, Alex. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us in this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected.